Welcome, citizen. You are locked into New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Once again, it's your boy, your friend, your pal, your confidant, uh, Flobo Boys, back again with a brand new episode of the podcast that could. Thank you so much for supporting the show and telling a friend about it. I really mean that, whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play, Overcast, all that stuff. Uh, we do see the views. We do see the fact you're interacting and engaging and learning more about how creatives approach their craft and what you can learn from that. Uh, today's episode, I'm actually sitting down with a friend of mine uh, that I was a friend with before he decided to go on this current path of being a voice artist, a voiceover actor. Philip Reich has been featured in anime and in video games using the power of his smooth and sensual voice. Those are adjectives I'm just using on the fly, but I'm sure they're pretty cool. Uh, it was just amazing to watch Phil go on a path that we all thought were going to work out for us. We're both, in this case, film students. And where I went off in one direction in comedy and performing on that level, Phil went headfirst into voice acting and in voice artistry. And to be able to sit down and, and just chop up game as like two old buddies with war stories, even though we're in different uh, planes, the fact that we still have like this appreciation and acknowledgement and respect for each other's crafts was pretty cool. So I would love to show in uh, that interview with you if you haven't already make sure you check out newamsterdam.com that has the archive the listing of all the other episodes of the show and tell a friend if you haven't already you know put it on social media and say this show is pretty dope and if there is a, a particular person that you want me to interview on the show please let me know uh you can follow me at Flobo Boys on Twitter or at Flobito on Instagram or Flobito.com. But without any further ado, Philip Reich on New Amsterdam Radio. <laughs> but but look, I, I gotta get ahead of myself. Uh, New Amsterdam Radio, we talk about creatives and what they're working on and, and what kind of personas they are. I, I am almost proud to say, like, you're the, the friend I tell people about. When I'm talking about what successful is, I know you don't believe that, but it's true. <laughs> but you are a voice actor. Now, tell me about that life, man. I know it's a whole other community. It's a whole other beast. I mean, what does that mean to someone who hasn't ever met a voice actor before? Uh, shoot. Um, it is it is both the best and worst life all at the same time. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> – well, it follows uh, – it follows just it's it's acting you're an actor so it follows the typical actor life i mean it's not it feels less cutthroaty than i hear the experiences for people doing the on-camera thing because um, you don't have to like go to a, a waiting room for an audition and see seven other people that look just like you and be like ah oh, man which one of us is gonna <laughs> is gonna be the most me to to win out over the rest of y'all right um, better way out Exactly. But it's still the same. You're auditioning constantly. You're getting rejected 800 times more than you're getting picked. Um, you have to learn to deal with that. <laughs> you have to listen back to your auditions and be like, good Lord, I'm the worst. Why am I doing this? I should quit now. But then somehow you 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 find the golden nugget here and there like, all right, I booked it. I, I did something right. Yeah. You know? So it's it's almost all those cliches you would believe about the actor's life is true. I mean, I've learned what it's like to be 
a, a quote unquote starving artist and looking at my bank account and being like, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Real life seems really cool right about now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I know, I know that you've been in a bunch of stuff though, but like, but like if I had to say that your three biggest roles, the ones you're most proud of, mostly biggest cause biggest is objective, but the ones you're kind of like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, this guy, me, Phil Reich is on this project. Uh, is there anyone that like hits, hit you home? I'd say, um, you know, currently for me, that would have to be uh, voicing Giorno Giovanna from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Right. Yeah. Just because that was that was the first one. Um, well, it, it's I guess technically it wasn't the first main character I booked, but it was the first uh, main character I've booked that was like, well, that talked for one because I booked, <laughs> I booked him. The player character of, of, of a video game, but it was one of those silent protagonists, so it was just all, ugh, ah, kind of, kind of stuff. Is I that stunt work still? Is that considered stunt work? I, I wish it was, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't believe it is. Um, but yeah, that was the first one where it was, and, and the fun thing about that one, for me anyways, was I auditioned for him and two other characters for the show, and I never thought in a million years they would pick me for Giorno. I, I had already resigned, like, okay, I'm not going to get this one. Um, I still gave it my all in the audition, but I'm like, it's, I'm not going to book it. Why so? Was, I'm just curious. Like, what, what goes in your head when you're like, I got this versus, all right, old college try. Let's go take it downfield. You know, it, I'd say it varies, but it really depends on, a lot of it will depend on the personality type of the character and the, uh, audition sides that are sent to, to me just because there are certain characters who's like oh man this guy is just basically me anyway so I don't really have to you know reach very far to, to get there um, and and then there's other characters where it's like okay I gotta really sift through this and, and, and you know feel it out like okay how would I become like this character how would I you know feel this way and have this personality type and you have to reach further which is great because I love you know, stretching myself as an actor and, and trying to reach those places that I don't just naturally go to. Um, and then depending on the audition sides that they send to, sometimes they they come with no context and you're just like, I got to figure out what's going on here. Or, you know, you, as they say in so many classes, make a choice, make a strong choice. Right. You have to just sort of like, okay, I don't really get what's happening here, but I'm going to go with this and, you know, and you just do it. And sometimes you feel it. And sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm just, I'm spitballing here. I got nothing. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about Pokemon, bro? Like what? Yes. <laughs> so I, I downloaded a game and you're in the game and it's Pokemon and what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Man. Like my question, that is the sound effects. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> please elaborate. What? <laughs> Pokemon is just like that one was yeah really incredible when I got when I got the message that that I booked it and it was just like you know it's funny because I'm a fan of Pokemon but compared to other people I'm I'm just a peasant I'm a peon because I've only actually completed Pokemon Red you know Gen One back in the day dude at least and, Gen Two gets your cred man yeah do silver <laughs> or gold what are you doing I know I know <laughs> I'm so behind but it was also because growing up like I had I had the Game Boy but. I never moved past that with Nintendo handhelds, so I didn't play any of the, you know, the the successive generations of it, um, until, 
I mean, really, the main, the first one I jumped back into would have been Pokemon Go, you know, that came out four years ago or whatever. Yeah, and it was the opposite of the lockdown. Go outside and be with friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Congregate, exactly. yeah. I remember seeing so many Pokemon, and you're like, what are these Pokemon? I'm so out of the loop now. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting getting this one was just like, yes, you know, it's such it's such a great series like i loved i watched the 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 anime way back in the day when that was on tv and and playing the game is like you know this is a very awesome series and and getting to be a part of it like i i know the weight of that like oh man pokemon the international internationally successful you know franchise and now they got ryan reynolds in a detective pikachu movie and all that like it's it's a huge deal so uh, so yeah, it was it was incredible getting getting to be a part of that. So the game is called Pokemon Masters. Yeah, and and you play. How do you describe it? Tra- trainer, ma- like are you a master yet? Are you a trainer to be a master? Like what's your character? My character is is a master because uh, I believe the because they call it Pokemon Masters. Um, is that all the the characters that they've got were all uh, gym leaders or something equivalent of that in all the various games uh, throughout you know Pokemon's Pokemon's history? So I voice uh, Will, who is a psychic type trainer, and he was a, a gym leader in I don't remember which game specifically. Um, and then the other one I voice is Marshall, uh, who's same deal. He's a, a fighting type Pokemon master, and he's a gym leader in in another game so so yeah it's it's you know it's like these typical mobile gotcha games where you have to you know earn points and you spin the wheel and you unlock oh look i got this random new trainer to join my team right so you pick your trainers you level them up by fighting in battles and earn more points to unlock more trainers etc and so forth and and yeah so so they're you're all be you're all all your characters are already masters, and I guess you, the player character, are sort of training to become the most master of them all. <laughs> I'm the most master. <laughs> so, so voicing two characters in the same game, I'm just curious of how do you approach it? Is it just, hey, look, I'm going to act the different motivations and let the, the crowd differentiate, or do you approach it like, no, it has to sound differently than one over the other, uh, and and whatever I can do with my actual instrument that makes it different. Like, how do you approach having two characters in the same property? Uh, you know what? It's, it's a bit of both because um, a lot of times, well, and, and specifically with, with Pokemon Masters, it was just that the character types were so different um, on their own that it just made it easy. Like, okay, one's, you know, the psychic types so is a lot more... And they, and they even describe him, you know, he's this like, he's almost like a, a, a showman, you know, he's like a, like a magician up on stage, like, haha, we're going to do, you know, this and that. So he wanted to be a little more mysterious, but a little more lighter on his feet and everything. Whereas the other guy was this, you know, like muscled out, rock solid, you know, even his Pokemon is like this huge jacked Pokemon that, that fights with a giant boulder or something. So it was like, okay, we got a big tough rock type guy here. Right. And it sort of just lends itself already to altering, you know, using my instrument to alter the voice. Um, but yeah, there are times where I've, you know, voiced, like I voice one major character and then they have me, you know, voice some minor characters. And it's really just, it's, 
it's an attitude thing as you know some of my teachers have said you know it's not about the voice it's about it's about the attitude like you know over here you're this you know 30 something year old dad who's had some experience in life and over here on the other side you're this 15 year old kid who knows nothing about the world and he's bright eyed and naive and everything and that alone he's like once you feel the character that'll lend itself to the voice like the voice will come through on its own and you know like for me because i hear it i just like oh i just hear me like i don't hear any difference like oh man everyone's gonna see right through it and then i've had times where people you know have have told me like i didn't even know that was you as the other guys like really i can only hear me in that (laughs) (laughs) it's true because i I, what you're saying makes a lot of sense there's that whole thing about superman and clark kent where it's like how does anyone not notice that clark kent is superman like come on he's wearing glasses (laughs) but at the same time if superman were real why would he be wearing glasses at a job (laughs) i mean working at a newspaper so yeah yeah, i mean mostly a passing resemblance i just that's pretty interesting but as, as someone that like you know performs uh well not live but you perform with uh, your voice and your body your instrument a lot of mm. uh music musicians and comedians have this issue and i want your opinion on this what happens if someone corners you and is like do the voice like do you do the voice or is it considered insulting is it like disrespectful how can someone approach you to see that you are really uh a pokemon master Uh, I would say that depends on the setting. You know, if it was at like a convention or some kind of gathering where it's like, okay, the reason I'm here is because I'm the voice of, you know, in this case, like Will or Marshall because I'm the voice of the Pokemon. Then, yeah, if they ask me like, hey, can you do his catchphrase or whatever? Like, sure. You know, I really don't have too much of an issue with that. But if it's like, you know, on the street, someone I've met for the first time, and like we're talking, they're like, oh, you're a voice actor? Oh, do a voice then. And it's like, that's, yeah, that's highly <laughs> insulting. But no, it's like, you know, it's like, I'm sure you've gotten before, like, oh, you're a stand up comedian? Tell yeah. me a joke. Yeah. You know, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so for those listening at home, basically you have to pay to hear him do a voice, whether with a Comic Con badge <laughs> or buying that's the games. Charge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm kind of the same boat. It's it's a lose lose. I feel like if I do a joke and it, it falls flat, one you're gonna think I'm not funny, and two it isn't yeah. it isn't the environment. You're not you just don't you drink minimum on the street, you know. Yeah. But if I do a joke and it kills, because I'm just that great of an entertainer, like there's no incentive for you to watch more stuff or hear more stuff. You know, it ends up being yeah. more of a pain than anything else. Uh, I know your career is growing, and again, you're going to be this giant star. I'm going to be on the VH1 documentary. You're like, when he didn't believe in himself, I believe in him. Uh, but, but are there any kind of roles or characters out there left in your checklist, man, a bucket list, if you will? Absolutely. I, there, there's so many I would love to do. I mean, I would say probably at the top of my bucket list, and this would be like, you know, this would require a ton of luck and perseverance to ever get there would would be to voice a um a a doesn't even be the main character just a named character in a pixar film and why i say that would take you know a ton of luck and perseverance is because unfortunately nowadays the big budget animated films almost exclusively cast celebrities so you have to be some well-known either on-camera actor or big-name musician or Why something is that, like you think? that. It's they, they just – they believe that's that's marketing built in. So it's just like, okay, we got Justin Timberlake. Therefore, all of his fans will come and watch this. 
you know, and to them, it's 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 the marketing people, it's the money people are making making the call there. It's like, all right, well, you know, we don't have to market anymore. We just say Justin Timberlake's in this, and great. Now our movie's going to do gangbusters. Whereas it wasn't that long ago that you know, like in the '90s, um, you could still see major uh, animated feature films having uh, voice actor talent being the main characters. Yeah, and it's it's really a shame that that's. You know that that has gone away, and that they've they've fallen to relying on. Well, we're just gonna we're gonna do this based on how much weight the name carries versus you know how much talent or skill the person has at, at playing this role. Um, so yeah, it's really it's really unfortunate, but that that is yeah top of my bucket list would to be be like yeah a main character or a just a named character in a, in a Pixar uh, or Disney film like that so genie twist what if you get like what you want but it's a weird like hiccup like you're in that pixar movie but it's like the worst pixar movie of all time well that's <laughs> well that still count or is it like direct the disney plus and it's Barry like behind good dinosaur 2 does that still count do you say yes checked it off or has to be like the wow what a good film that main guy phil reich was amazing like what <laughs> i mean i'm, I'm sh- i would say probably like deep down I probably yeah wouldn't be satisfied until it was like a theatrically released film. It doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, this is like that five minute montage from Up. You know, it was the most emotional, gut wrenching, I most beautiful bit of filmmaking ever kind of movie. It just you know if it was like say, um, oh, what's a recent one that was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, maybe The Incredibles too. You know, I I don't remember people going like that was the best movie ever, but people going like I like that. You know, yeah. if it was something like. Like a film like that was released in theaters and I got to play a guy who has, you know, maybe 20 lines at most in the whole movie would be like, yeah, I'd be happy with that. Fair enough. I just curious because this whole thing has been a curiosity. What is your (laughs) what do you think is the most underrated and overrated Pixar films? Oh, you can do underrated. I don't want to lose your job. But (laughs) what's the most (laughs) underrated Pixar film? Underrated Pixar film. I feel like and I'm. I feel like no matter what I say, people would be like, "What? No, it's totally." People love that one. Um, what it feels like to me, I would say, under most underrated film would be uh, Wally. Okay, underrated. Okay. Exactly. See, because there's people who are like, "No, everyone loves that movie. Like, it's a great movie." And like, I agree. Yeah. But it's. I guess in the, in conversations when you know people talk about you know favorite Pixar movies, it's usually you know one of the Toy Stories or Finding Nemo or The Incredibles one and stuff. And it's I, I feel like I rarely ever hear hear Wally yeah. you know as as that top choice. So that's why for me I would say you know underrated is Wally. I mean there's actual other Pixar films that you know didn't receive the critical praise that someone could be like that was actually a really good movie. And like part of me like I. I'm always sympathetic to the underdog. I was one of the few people who went and watched The Good Dinosaur in the theater. And overall, it was an enjoyable movie, but it didn't, I didn't leave it with that, you know, sort of magical feeling that you leave a great Pixar movie, you know, with and just going like, wow, I, I'm inspired to do everything now. If someone's listening to this and they're inspired with a little bit of gleam in their eye to go out there and try their hardest and don't give up and all that, do you have any specific advice for them that you've seen with, with your journey that you can share? Um, I mean, 
I can speak to it specifically in regards to voiceover. I mean, maybe maybe some of this could apply to any sort of uh, dream that you might be chasing. Is um, is yeah, definitely. You know, if you've got that passion to pursue your dreams, then go for it. But but still, try and keep some some reality checks there along with you. You know, like you know, because like the advice I tell people who ask about getting into voiceover, it's like, well, ultimately, you're gonna have to move out here if you want to make a career of it. But that doesn't mean just move out here right now and get to it. It's like, no, you know, line up a savings because LA is freaking expensive. Yeah. Figure out, you know, where the best places in town to live are and what you can actually afford, you know, and, and some sort of like, okay, how much money do I have saved up? Will this get me through a month, three months, six months, a year, 10 years? Do I have, do, am I the kid of Elon Musk and money's not a thing I ever think about, you know? <laughs> What, it depends on what your situation is. So you got to have some sort of perspective. And as much as we all love and believe in, you know, the <laughs> the cats don't dance mentality of I'm going to make it in the movies and just <laughs> go for it. You know, that that overnight success story happens to one percent of the people. And sorry, but me and many others, we're not the overnight success. We have to work at it and we have to deal with the realities of. I have very little money. I shouldn't eat out. I need to eat only half of this and save the other for tomorrow, you know, kind of stuff. So right. just be prepared for the realities of whatever dream you're chasing and, you know, plan as much as you can. Obviously, you can't plan for everything. And when chasing a dream, you you got to have a little bit of that starry-eyed, I'm just going for it sort of thing. But but just don't be foolish about it. Don't, don't, be, don't be stupid, stupid to steal... <laughs> From Phil DeFranco. <laughs> uh, so, just for perspective, if you became famous tomorrow, how long was your overnight success journey? Are we talking like ten years now? Um, if you know what, it depends. I guess. Wow, I haven't really thought about where would I consider I started my journey into voiceover. If, if I say it was when I quit my day job and started doing it full time, then it would be five years. If it was when I took my first class. I think this would be about nine years. Yeah. And if it's the first time uh, I sort of mentally decided, to, like, you know what, acting is what I want to do more than anything, uh, then, yeah, approximately, I'd say, ten years. Wow, bro. That's – I – for me, I always uh, consider the time when I drove to California. Like, California was film school uh, in, in, mm -hmm. seven, in 2007, but to me that was a decision to – go on a path of creativity which yeah. sometimes i kick myself for doing that so <laughs> <laughs> august 4th would be uh this year would be 13 years this is what i consider my overnight wow. success and uh nice. i guess some ways you think i'm pushing the the the, the chains forward but there's other days you're like man how am i gonna eat and do laundry this week uh <laughs> <laughs> Real talk, man. Uh, Philip uh, Reich, I am so glad that you're on this episode of New Amsterdam Radio. Where can the world find and stalk you online, good sir? Uh, let's see. Uh, all the socials uh, at Phil M. Reich, and that's P-H-I-L-L-M-R-E-I-C-H. So on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Twitch. That's where you can find me. What you be twitching these days? What you be twitching? Let's see. Currently... As of this recording, I am twitching uh, a little game called Valkyria Chronicles 4. That is an 
anime reimagining of World War II, <laughs> and it's a it's a, a turn-based tactical strategy game. Um, I know it sounds super interesting, right? But well, it depends on what, what the turn bases are. Are they going like high five each other, or is it like guns? Like, is it like anime yeah, smashes? Yeah, it's guns and everything. So it's like you pick which character. You have X amount of distance you can move, so you make them run a certain distance till they get close enough to a bad guy. It's like, all right, now I want you to shoot that bad guy, and you aim at, and you say fire, and they either hit or they miss, and then your character stops and they stand there. But I have a lot of friends who do the voices in that game as the various characters, and if, you, if you're into history at all, it's kind of fun seeing, like, oh, here's a sort of imagined version of World War II, and I just happen to know, you know, the people voicing the characters, so it just makes it a fun experience for me. Oh, that's cool. I'd love to check that out. And what's your Twitch one more time? Your Twitch uh, URL? It is... Phil with two L's, P H I L L M R E I C H. That's right. Join the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. There is no doubt in my mind that Philip Reich is going to be uh, going and moving on to bigger and brighter things and. I just want to say I was on the ground floor. <laughs> I'm, I'm just teasing. Uh, this does it for me in this edition of New Amsterdam Radio. Uh, once again, if you haven't already, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share the show, tell a friend about it, all that jazz. Uh, this show has grown by leaps and bounds, and it's grown with purely your support. And if you want to support the show, become a patron over at patreon.com slash voice. You see what happens is all my interviews uh, an edited version appears on the podcast, but if you want to hear the raw and uncut interviews of all the guests we've had here at New Amsterdam Radio, patreon.com slash flowboboys, that's F-L-O-B-O-B-O-Y-C-E, is where you got to go. Uh, and I, I can't tell you the stuff that uh, does not make the episode, the stuff that's on the cutting room floor, can almost be their own episode sometimes and i mean that uh with even though it's it's behind a paywall i, I mean that with complete sincerity check it out patreon.com slash global boys subscribe support the show uh get the more insight of the guests we had on this edition and all editions of new amsterdam radio but i wish nothing but the best for phil i wish nothing but the best for you and your creative projects and ideas and until next time of course the city is yours <laughs>